0: episode of Full Core Press. We're going to be breaking down the finals, uh, of, which was a very, very quick finals, as it were. Uh, mm-hmm. The last two games of the finals, um, games three and four, uh, and delving into a lot of off-season talk. Uh, what we've all been waiting for is pretty much since, you know, we, we realized that we were going to get the uh, fourth matchup of the Warriors versus the (laughs) Cavs. I'm joined right now by Joel Jimenez. What up, Joel?
1: What up, Nick? How you doing?
0: Uh, Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I had a long day at work, but I'm home now, Mm -hmm. sipping on a little whiskey, and ready to talk some NBA. Um, I'm I'm actually uh, planning a trip out to Colorado in a couple weeks, so... Really? on the radar so yeah I'm nice. gonna, gonna go visit my buddy out there Um, hadn't seen him in almost two years so um, yeah wow. it's gonna nice. be fun yeah it's one of the perks of you know working 11 hour days week after week <laughs> you, you can save up some <laughs> fucking money <laughs> cause you're too goddamn tired to go out and do anything with your money so <laughs> that's
1: a good point too
0: but uh but yeah, man, let's let's just jump right into it. Uh we'll probably be joined uh in a little bit by um Juwan and or Luke. Um they uh they may be calling in a little bit later. But we'll go ahead and jump into the, the first topic. So the Warriors swept the Cleveland Cavaliers and Durant once again was named finals M V P. Now I know you're on the same page with me here here. We talked about this very briefly, uh, a couple days ago. Steph Curry should have won that MVP. Like, come on. I, I, I get it. Like, Durant was consistent throughout the series. Like, he, he was more efficient than Curry. But, like, come on, dude. Curry, like, aside from game three, he was playing lights out in games one, two, and four. He played better than Durant in games one, two, and four. Um, Like, Granted, like, he had a really bad game three. Fair enough. Like, his shot just wasn't falling. But, like, I, I, it sucks that they, they you know, I guess, you know, held that against him. Or maybe they just thought that Durant's consistency outweighed, um, you know, Curry's three games. But, I mean, that's 75% of your fucking games. Like, come on, bro. Um but yeah, I mean, just your general thoughts on you know the Warriors sweeping them and Durant winning uh, MVP over Steph.
1: Ah, well, yeah, like you said, uh, I totally agree with you. I don't, I don't want to take anything away from Kevin Durant, but in my opinion, Steph Curry was the key in that series. Uh, I think he was the yeah. key in the playoffs in general because. I, I, let's say it like this. If it was – Steph Curry was out the whole the whole time. Let's say he didn't even yeah. play in the playoffs or in the finals. I don't think the Warriors get past anybody. I'm not not anybody. I'm, I'm going to take that back. Not past uh, the Rockets or the or the Cavaliers. I think they'd be right. at least a very big struggle. I can't say the same thing without – I mean, if they didn't have Kevin Durant, uh, as much as I love Kevin Durant, I think they still can do it. You see what I mean? Yeah. Zero no, zero. I, that, and that's, that's,
0: kind of, that's the definition of value. <laughs> like,
1: I, I, that's, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, you know, at all. But I just don't. I, that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> like we, we look, they've shown that they can. They've done it before without him, and that's what I mean. Like they haven't shown they can get all the way without Steph. They have shown they can do it without Kevin Durant, and to give him two right. Finals MVPs, sure, yeah. The last one, definitely uh, last year. Yes, this year. Last debatable. year, he deserved it, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. And that's how I feel. Yeah,
0: about it. It, <laughs> yeah. Well, and and here's the thing. Like for me, it was it wasn't obvious, right? Like that's that's the point we're making is that it, if it wasn't obvious, if it was a coin flip, then why not give it to the guy who hasn't won one yet and who you know is the is essentially like you said, he is the most valuable player on that team. With like I think we all agree that Kevin Durant is the best player on that team. Um, like best right. all around player. Like his his right, right. um his height just allows him to and the fact that he's such a good shooter just allows him to mm. shoot the ball over people like nobody can guard him. Um right. but that team isn't that team without Steph Curry. And the fact that he's kinda there you can make an argument that he's been snubbed twice now. because um, the year Iguodala won it, he had a pretty damn good um resume uh attached mm. to him and the only reason Iguodala won it was because he guarded LeBron. But it's not even like he really shut down LeBron. Like LeBron still got his. He just didn't have Kyrie. Right. <laughs> so right. true. or love for that matter. Um his second best player uh in that in that finals was Goddamn, Matthew Bellavidova, So, um, <laughs> so you know, I I, I feel like it, it was, you know, it, it was one thing for them to to give it to Iggy. It's like, yeah, Steph's still got time, what have you. Um, And it was certainly another, you know, it was cool with me them giving it to Katie last year because he just it, it was so obvious. It was very obvious that he was the best player in that series. Um, But in this one, I I just think – I think with it being a a coin flip, I think you give it to Steph. Um, So, yeah, we're on the same page there. Um, As far as uh, the series, I mean, it's pretty much how we thought it was going to go. I mean, I said after the first – Yeah, I mean, I said after the first two games with Juwan um, Mm -hmm. that I felt more confident – at that point in time, after the game one debacle, that they were going to get swept more so than win one game. Um, After being down 2-0 and losing in such heartbreaking fashion in game one, that was one of the games that they had to get. And had they gotten that game, I think they probably could have pushed it to six um, because they would have had, you know, a little bit of confidence. But after losing that game and then getting blown out in game two, you know, it was pretty much just over at that point. Um, they were only going to get one game, you know, at that point at best, and it just, man, it just wasn't going to happen. And you know, they all were only able to win one game when they had Kyrie Irving. Now they didn't have Kyrie Irving. Uh, I mean, what did you expect, you know? <laughs> so,
1: right.
0: Let's just let's just cross our fingers that whatever happens this off season, uh, we get. You know, I'd rather have four super teams. And and you know, it sucks for the rest of the league, but it's better than having only one super team. Um, exactly. And yeah, like give us give us two teams in the West and two teams in the East that can make a run at it. Um, and I really don't give a fuck who they are. Just just give us give us some competition. Um, so you yeah. know, I'm all about LeBron joining up with whoever, and and Paul George joining up with whoever um to you know to to make a run at the warriors um i mean right. kevin durant pretty much made that the only way that you were going to be able to beat this team so
1: yep. um yep so yep basically and basically yeah. he left the door open for anybody to do what he what he did to do what they had to do so personally i don't not nothing's off the off the table so for me I would personally like. Right now, we don't know where the fuck LeBron's going next. Uh, we all know pretty much he's not staying in Cleveland. Because why would he? Yes. Um, and would would it would it be better for him to go to Houston? Probably. Could they make it work? Uh, it'll be tricky, but it's, I think it's possible. Um, will he go to LA and create a super team there? I think it's also possible. A little bit harder to yeah. believe, but still possible to at least create a contender there. Um, and at least that gives you multiple teams to to look at that and say, Hey, there's a chance they could take out the Warriors. Cause at this point you can't, you can't let this team get another, they just can't, you can't get them three in a row. You can't, it's just not right. right. It's just unfair. You have to topple <laughs> yeah. them. It's not right. Yeah. Somebody's oh, got to knock them it's, off. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. <laughs> it really yeah. Is.
0: Well, let's get into LeBron. Cause that's our next topic. Okay. Um, you know, his, okay. his, Uh, potential destinations Um, so decision 3.0 is upon us um, and the potential landing spots are uh, of course Houston and LA as you mentioned uh, Philadelphia Mm -hmm. San Antonio and Boston Uh, I've limited them to these five I don't give any credence to anybody who says that LeBron could join the Warriors not gonna fucking happen, ain't no fucking way LeBron is gonna go join the Warriors, like dude, that is not in the man's DNA, first of all and secondly, like he fucking hates them, like he respects them, but he hates them, that would like I can't imagine, him joining yeah, yeah, him joining Boston in 2010 was never on the fucking table because he hates them Um, or hated them at least at that point in time, so um, right. So, so anyway, I, I agree. I think I think you've got to leave Cleveland. And I don't care what Cleveland, you know, might want to try to do with that number eight pick. What, whatever they can get for that is not going to be enough to put you over the top. Right? Like, you had Kyrie Irving and you couldn't get it done. You're not going to get a better player than Kyrie Irving for that number eight pick. You're just not. Like – the the best you could probably hope for is getting Damian Lillard, but you probably have to give up Kevin Love and the pick. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, and and I'm not even sure they would do that. You know, I mean, a lot of that depends on the the you know what Damian Lillard and and the the Blazers you know front office discuss. Um, but they're to me a lot more likely to want to part with C.J. McCollum than Damian Lillard. So. Um, Basically, I think that, that rules Cleveland out. Um, you mentioned uh, Houston and L.A. I, I, I think Houston, I don't think he's going to go to Houston. I, for a long time, you know, I, I, I know, pretty yeah. much charted out how he could get there and everything else. Um, and I've come up with a few different ways he could get there, uh, most recently with a package of both he and Corver going. Um, but here's the thing they took the Warriors to seven uh, with CP3. Like, I don't know if he would want to join that team for two reasons. One, I feel like having lost CP3 in the last two games, you know, I, I think most people feel like they could have beaten the Warriors as is. Um, and and then secondly, uh, what does it say for, you know, your – um your legacy if you go join this Rockets team and and you still can't get by them Like that's that's I think something that would have to be concerning for LeBron. Um I do like the Lakers with a lot of different moves made. Um
1: Yeah. And I they think, have it's,
0: to the I think it's yeah, and I think it's really interesting the Carl Anthony Towns rumors, um and how that could maybe come into play. Like if they really like if there really you know, any any sort of truth to, to him not being happy, um, you know, I'd I'd try to put together a package of Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma for Carl Anthony Towns and see what else I would have to give them to make that work. Because if you get Paul George and LeBron James, you don't really need Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma, but you could use a guy like Carl Anthony Towns. Um yep. so you know i mean he and he would be perfect for lebron like a big who shoots 40% from 3 like that is lebron's dream big um right. you know that's that's what he loves uh so i mean that would be great and then i feel like you know you could put together some kind of package and maybe include this in like a three-way deal for in order to get cat um in which you send lonzo ball to charlotte for Kimball walker cuz kimba walker i think would play a lot better with LeBron than Lonzo Ball would. Um, you you know, LeBron's going to be your I'm facilitator. You need somebody who can yeah, – yeah, and you need someone who can shoot and can score, um, and, and I feel like that is more Kimball Walker. Um, you know, he, he's a much better uh, three-point shooter um, than Lonzo, you know, proved to be last season. Um, I mean, that would be a formidable lineup, and I don't think it's that far-fetched because two of those big pieces that you're adding are coming in free agency. So, you know, let's, let's just say, I mean, let's say you can maybe swing getting Kimball Walker and – Something extra for for Lonzo Ball because I think I think you should be able to just because of the security that that Charlotte would be getting with Lonzo Ball, the fact that they would be getting Lonzo Ball to pair with Malik Monk would bode well for their future. So I'm not saying you could get number eleven, but maybe something else to sweeten the deal, um, and then you know make make it work. Um, so that's just one possibility. I think if L A if if he does choose to go to LA, I think it's going to take a very, um, pointed conversation with magic Johnson. Like, look, the roster you got, like you need to trade that shit in for, And I shouldn't say shit, but you need to trade these kids in for <laughs> like, for, for, you know, veterans. Cause I'm LeBron James. I'm trying to win. I want to play with veterans. Um, and if the Lakers are willing to do that, and I think they would be, um, I think that's definitely a place to consider. Um, I think Boston makes the most sense, uh, just on paper. Um, I don't think he's going to go there though.
1: Um, I, uh, for for obvious reasons.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. There, there's several, I mean, obviously Kyrie being there though. I've, I've, I've maintained, I've been pretty steadfast as far as saying that I think Kyrie wanting to leave had less to do with his relationship with LeBron and less to do with him wanting to be the man um, than him just seeing the writing on the wall as far as that that team not having a good future um, having having a lot of unpredictability uh the fact that uh, um, Dan Gilbert is is terrible terrible at managing this team um, and making decisions uh, uh, I mean not not bringing back Dan Gilbert, you know, being, being one of the big ones. Uh, and, and the simple fact that, you know, he caught wind of the fact that they were willing to trade him um, in order to get Paul George and Aaron Bledsoe. And, you know, I can't blame him there. Um, like,
2: yeah. you
0: know, if you, if you catch wind of that. So I think all of that has more to do with it than um, Kyrie not enjoying playing with LeBron. Um, I, I don't think that – I'm not saying that's not a factor. I just don't think it's as big of a factor as all those other things. Um, but, you know, LeBron doesn't like Boston. He's never liked Boston. Like, it would, right. even though he, he's been able to beat them steadily since leaving Cleveland the first time, I still feel like there's probably this stigma. Um, like, I don't think he would want to go play in Boston. Um, right. San Antonio would be very interesting. Um, he and Kawhi, but, again, I, the biggest thing for me is, you know, one of the things that I think has to come into play is his family, and I don't see LeBron's family wanting to move to San Antonio. Like, any of those other cities, Boston, L.A., Houston, Philadelphia, those are all big cities. There's all, you know, there's a lot of stuff to do. Like, San Antonio yeah. is not, um, and it's in the middle of a fucking desert, like, like, I, I don't.
2: There's I don't a think river. There,
0: I, there is a river. Yes, and there's a river walk, uh, which I've heard smells really bad. Um, I've never been there, so anybody from San Antonio who's like that's bullshit. Like I, you, you I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm just hurt right.
2: Um,
0: right. But uh, but and you know you're you're essentially going to play with Kawhi, um, but but you know I don't know. I don't I don't think. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I like Philadelphia. I, I'm, I've circled back around to it. There's several reasons why. Um, yes, you have the question of how he fits with Ben Simmons. I think you can make that work. I think LeBron can, you know, adapt his game to, to, you know, essentially make Ben Simmons um, still effective in his position. Um, I, I mean, obviously both of those guys are cool with, with, sort of handing LeBron the keys and letting him come in and be the number one guy. They have valuable assets outside of those two guys to move in order to improve their squad. There's a lot of rumors that they may try to um, trade for um, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I've, I've kind of bandied about Chris Middleton as a really good fit uh, if they got LeBron. Um, but there's a lot of moves that they can make, uh, as far as that's concerned, they have the cap space so that they don't have to worry about him like opting in or they can make the cap space. I guess I should say they don't have to worry about him like opting in and trying to figure out a trade for Cleveland and all that kind of hassle. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that would be great. Um, and I will say one more potential option, um, if LeBron calls up Paul George and says, "Yo, man, opt in and say you want to be traded to Cleveland," um, then maybe LeBron stays in Cleveland. Uh, but I still, I don't, I don't see Paul George doing it. <laughs> like I, I think, think Paul George, would be like, for free. Yeah, he'd be like, bro, <laughs> if you want to play, like if you want us to play together, like I'll be in L.A. Like, you know, or yeah, you know, go. or yeah. like, or meet me halfway, bro. I don't want to go to Cleveland, like. I'll uh-huh. opt in and ask to be traded to Philly if you sign with Philly, you know, like,
1: right. um,
0: or you know, Houston or you know, well, Houston couldn't really do it because, you know, they they wouldn't have the pieces to get right. both,
1: and nobody given uh, nobody traded for Ryan Anderson. No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Um, so uh,
1: ooh, that
2: contract so looks looks sad, I, <laughs> Yeah,
0: um, but yeah, so I mean, I could see that being a a. a like outlier of a possibility, but I think it's highly unlikely. Out of all of those, you know which which would you like to see the most? As far as, um, you know, where where would you like to see LeBron land? Um, you know, would you like to see him go out west, or would you prefer he stay in the East? And you know, who do you think he fits best with, given all of those
1: scenarios? Uh, many options. Uh, I. I... Yeah. It's going to be hard to see him go West because he's been in the East for so long, but at the same time, I wouldn't mind it, you know, because uh, every LeBron hater starts with him never having to go to the West. So that'd be nice to him to actually be there. They can't, can't use it anymore. He wants to be there now. So let him be there. He could be the man in the West, Um, which is fine. Uh, I, I, after thinking about it, um, there's a part of me that actually prefers to see him go to Los Angeles. Um, yeah, and I don't even—I don't even like the Lakers. Like, I really—I mean, I—I I don't like them. I like them more now than I did then, because I'm not around as many Laker fans anymore. <laughs> um, and it would be really hard for me to have to sit through while Philly uh, getting LeBron after just winning the Super Bowl. And I—I and kind of live much closer to Philly now. Than I did that right, <laughs> and I work near it now too. So, like, so you I can't essentially can't you have to deal with all of the
0: Philadelphia sports fans going around, right? Talking and I, about I mean, how great they great
1: there, right. We're talking about like a year ago, it would have been different because I, I was I, obviously I live up north, but now I live south, down south, so I don't I, it's tougher. <laughs> um, and I don't want to deal with that bullshit. So, for me, um <laughs> I I kinda the Lakers if they've sucked for a while now, um, it'd be interesting at least. Um the it's just weird to, to like see the not that I have anything against the Clippers. It's just like weird to see the Clippers be the team in LA. It's just not it just didn't look right. It didn't yeah. feel right. <laughs> it, no, it is. It's, it's just just like not. I couldn't it's just it's just not right. It just something felt wrong about that. Yeah. So the Lakers coming back with Paul George possibly and LeBron and whatever they've able, which they have the assets to to do. I mean, that's why Magic Johnson did what he did this year. And they have some good young pieces that are going to be valuable or at the very least useful uh, playing with him. So I think that it's probably my favorite destination for LeBron, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel you there. Um, I
0: mean, I still think it's it's definitely a possibility. Like I said, I don't think that team will look anything close to like it does now if if that happens. I think a lot of right 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 moving parts are gonna happen um right. I think something interesting that Chris Brewstar threw out was um mm. he liked he liked the idea of um essentially um Chris Paul and LeBron James signing with them that. yeah and then and then trading for Paul George. Um, so essentially I guess you give uh, up Brandon Ingram and Luol Deng to match the salary and the sign and trade. Um,
2: interesting. Which,
0: you know, if you're, if, I, to me, I mean, if, unless you're just terrified of the, of the luxury tax, like if you're OKC, like you're getting Brandon Ingram at least, you know, and you right, got a match right salary. Right. So taking dang. And, Dang expires uh, <laughs> the same year that you would need to renew Brandon Ingram, so that kind of works itself right. out. Um, right. You yeah. know that. That's and who not knows a bad what else he can give you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I mean, he's still he's still got a lot of potential, um, and you know, who knows who you can maybe flip him for to to you know at, at some point down the road. So a lot, a lot of interesting things afloat there. Um, and then you would have, you know, essentially Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma, um, you know, to to use as trade bait, you know, in, in some kind of other trade. Um, so, I mean, if you had Chris Paul, Paul George, and LeBron James, like, goddamn, like that would be one hell of a team. Um, and, you know, if you're the Lakers, like, I don't think – I know, like, it's been kind of fun this season watching these young guns and – you know, everyone's excited about Kyle Kuzma. From everything I hear, he's like the guy that most people like. But you know, if you can get if you can get those three guys, like you, you, your whole team should be on the block. Um, anybody that can get you better complementary pieces for those guys, you know. Um, right. And i I think too. Um, I think something else that I think is really important um, is. Apparently, LeBron's son is starting high school at an academy in Los Angeles. Um, Apparently, and, like that's that's where he wants to go to school. So, um, so I mean, that's family I, I, man. I feel like that. Yeah, and, and and like we all know LeBron's like a really big family man. So, like the fact that LA would give him that option, and they have so much flexibility right now. Um, I could definitely see that happening. Um, it would I I, I would be so bummed for Philly. <laughs> but um because not only would you not be getting LeBron, <laughs> but obviously Paul George wouldn't be going there either. And so you'd be like, Alright, well, I guess we'll wait till next season and try to swing for somebody else, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um maybe right. Play Tom. Uh, maybe Jimmy Butler, Um but uh but nevertheless yeah, no, he would he would be great, um, and you know, I mean, as far as from you know what I hear, Golden State is is how what kind of discount they're wanting to get him on, like you know, it's it's like fucking seventy million dollars like discount, like um, you know, that's that's pretty crazy. Now, I mean, a uh, outside team couldn't offer him the difference quite the seventy million, but I think maybe. Fifty million more dollars, you know, um, if, if Golden State is pretty steadfast on wanting the discount. So, I don't know. It's possible. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot of things, a lot of interesting things at play there, um, you know, to consider and, and, and see what happens. Or, you know, maybe they could uh, go out and sign Chris Middleton. Uh, that's that's kind of a guy who you wouldn't have to give a max contract to, but you could still, you know, pay him pretty heftily and you know, then you're looking at a team like Simmons, uh, Simmons, um, Covington, uh, Sarich Embiid, and B, then you add Middleton. So that's, that's not bad either. Um, you right. so a lot, lot, a lot of possibilities that the Sixers could explore if they miss out on, on both the, the big, uh, free agent wings this year. Um, but anyway, and of course they could still trade for quad, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, but uh, but yeah, it'll be really interesting. Uh, of course, LeBron James once again is going to dominate the NBA offseason, and a lot of things are going to um, probably be, probably be dictated by where he indeed chooses to go. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Uh, but I, I do agree with you. I like out of all the teams out west, I've kind of grown to like LA because of all of the
1: yeah. Things we've discussed. All the potential Maybe As much as I hate to say it out loud uh, I don't mind it <laughs> Like, Yeah
0: I mean It it it's, it it it's makes a lot of sense For a lot of reasons um,
1: yeah. And, yeah, and it's kinda, been rumored for
0: I, so long Yeah Well and I'm kind of with you too As far as like You know it, it, it helps not hating it Because the Lakers have sucked for so long you know, like it just doesn't yeah. feel right, it's so like, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did so. their time, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, it's like they've it's like they've been in count- or, uh in in state prisons for like five six seasons, like yeah. you know, it's like so they good. It. it's so good just
1: to watch them suck for a little bit because they were on high for a long time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's true, and you know I hated it. So cause I, I never, I, hated it too. I always, I hated it too. always respected Kobe. I never liked him.
1: Yep. So, yep. Same um, here. Allen Iverson I'm for life. Here. Me <laughs> here. Yep.
0: Allen Iverson. Yeah. Uh, that that was my that was my number one growing up. So that's why I still like yep. Philly. Um, but uh, guess, anyway, let's move I was on. The we
1: D C guy myself.
0: Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah, like, those those were some good series, too. Like, those Vince Carter, uh, Toronto Raptors versus Allen Iverson Sixers, they had a couple years. I think in that, in in the year that the Sixers went to the finals, they, uh, they, that that series went seven games between the Raptors and was, like, just balling. Like, I know it was at least six. I want to say it was seven. Um, and that That was was a really, really good (laughs) series. Yeah. Um. It's just too bad whoever was coming out of the East would not beat the Lakers that year, um, but that was mm-hmm. the case. Um, but anyway, let's move on. We actually got some Sixers news to discuss. Brian Colangelo uh, has stepped down as mm-hmm. GM of the Philadelphia Seventy ers after <laughs> right. after his little burner account scandal. Um, essentially, uh, from what I've heard, um, they uh, after uh, one of the reporters via the Ringer. Uh, you know, pretty much brought the shit to light. Um, you know, they hired, uh, the, the Sixers hired like an independent investigator or like an outside law firm or something to investigate it. Um, and they essentially found that one of the accounts was connected to Brian Colangelo himself, and the other four were actually connected to his wife. Um, mm, and then... That's uh, crazy. Yeah, like it's kind of crazy. Um, so obviously there was... I guess, some pillow talk going on, and, and you know, um, you know she, I, I would hesitate to say that he was, you know, utilizing her in that capacity, um, though it kind of, I mean, it kind of seems like, I don't know why, granted, I don't know her, and I don't know him, but, like, I don't know why, like, just, just putting myself in those shoes, like, let's say, let's say my my wife is, like, you know, uh, you know, works for a company and is coming home and like, you know, talking yeah. a little shit about, you know, the people at work or, you know, the, the whatever, like I'm not going to go and like create a fake account on my own prerogative and like, uh, you know, and, and just start bitching about those things. Like that doesn't really make yeah. sense. So
3: I, I, KD I, I right think, there. come on,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right um but at least k d was doing it a- try, like a, trying to defend himself like um yeah. like i mean this was just you know this was kind of just just trashing philly players and <laughs> and, and, and former philly players and and coaches and hey, it's just weird, man it doesn't make a whole lot of sense um and uh so anyway um so he he's obviously going to be released um uh brett uh, or has been Brett Brown is has stepped in as interim uh GM um what for the time you, being. Yeah. for the time being um what do you think about you know all of this this fucking nonsense um what do you think about you know Brian Colangelo's time in in Philly do you think he did a good job um and you know who do you think they should be targeting as their next GM
1: Kobo cool. All right, so you just kind of gave very good layout of what happened with, it, with with Colangelo and all that, that whole drama and how – I don't know how it escalated to, to where it went, uh, and it sucks because I, I don't hate Colangelo as a GM. I thought he, he, he did a decent job, especially at, uh, at the trade deadline, to, to create the playoff team that he did, the good assets that he picked up off of free agency because, Sure. You know the Hawks decided not to trade those assets. <laughs> That's a wrong. You um, had to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, it is what it is. I mean, I don't know what that whole thing with his wife and my my girl doesn't even use social media, so I like I don't I don't understand like what would you tell someone to to do that. Like I don't, and then multiple not just one or two. She had like like what five I think it was burn I four that's, that's insane there were five four total th- and
0: she had four of them
1: that's insane uh, and that, that's insane um I can I, I whatever look it, it's done uh, it was stupid uh they're they're paying for it now apparently I mean obviously and um hopefully they learn something and I don't know if we'll see Brian again for a while. If ever, yeah. <laughs> and, what um, do you think about
0: What do you think about him throwing his wife under the bus? Did you Did you hear about that? Oh,
1: yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a bitch ass move, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that, is the perfect, kinda... that is the perfect.
0: That is the perfect uh moniker to give it. It's definitely it's definitely a bitch ass move.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's your girl, yo. you know, you give like but at the same time <laughs> she just took money out their fucking wallet. <laughs> like there's <they're> no <laughs> that's true. There's, there's a good chance they probably don't need the money but still, I mean they were making probably really good money and you kinda fucked that up. <laughs> uh so I understand it's frustration. But I mean, come on, that's your girl. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. over now. I think um, what's his name? Who was who was the, um, the Cleveland GM that that got fired? What was his name? Uh, I think he David would Griffin. be pretty good. Griffin. Right? Oh yeah, I think they Griffin would be pretty, he would pretty be good He great option, man. Philly. Uh, him. Oh, uh, I think I heard uh, Stephen A. talking about it. Uh, Joe Dumars would be a good option too. We haven't Ooh. seen him forever. You know, have, why have, not give him have, a chance? Um,
0: have, have Detroit hired a new GM? I know they, they hired Dwayne Casey, but they haven't uh, hired a GM yet, right?
1: They have, they, I don't think they have. I don't believe they have. Uh, they I have Coach, obviously. I would and be
0: looking, have, I'd be looking at Dumar the there, uh, along with Chauncey Billups. I think Billups could be in
1: the mix for Yeah, I think it's a matter, of time seen, uh, a matter of time before we see Chauncey probably somewhere. Uh, in in the front office somewhere I, because I think he was yeah. close last year to being the fucking Cleveland GM or whatever the hell it was. So, yeah, he was on Yeah, the he, job. he'll, he'll yeah. be there, right? look. We don't blame him for not taking that job. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, he'll be he'll be somewhere. I don't know if he'll take this job or they'll even offer it them, But I think it's just a matter of time before we see uh, Troncy somewhere. But I think at this point, I think David Griffin should probably be looked at as as an option. Uh definitely uh he 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 did a good job in Cleveland for uh, you know for what he could do and we don't know how much say LeBron had and how much uh, Gilbert was, was involved in those decisions. Right. Um but I think he might be the best option but I definitely keep uh Joe Dumars as a, as a keep an eye on him maybe maybe he can make some noise. I like I like Joe
0: I I just think they should make a like not an impulse hire, but I think they should move this process along quickly. Um, like, yeah, and, and I would want I'm somebody who's who's I like. You know how a lot of times players will um, affect who gets hired as a coach. I think yeah. I think the G. I think Brett Brown should have a big say in who gets hired as a GM. Um, because I mean, he's your guy. Um, From all accounts, like the players love him. They just gave
1: him an extension. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, they just gave him an extension. Like the players love him. Um, You know, I I, I certainly question some of his his coaching uh, throughout the playoffs. Um, But, I mean, I still think he's a good coach. Um, He's from that Popovich tree. I think they should be looking – I think they should should have a, a, a small list of people that they're looking for very much keep Brett Brown in the mix as far as who they get. Um, And I really like David Griffin. He's number one on my list um, because I do think he did a really good job in Cleveland. Um, I think he was very smart to to, um, put all of those protections uh, on those picks to protect Cleveland. Um, You know, like now, you know, when when LeBron leaves, the Hawks aren't going to get a number one pick from Cleveland because it's top ten protected in that corporate trade. Um, you know, those, those kind of trades are, are, are really smart. Um, and I think for the most part, he made, he made very, uh, smart decisions. Um, and I think he probably learned a lot in Cleveland. Um, so I would absolutely, um, you know, like to see him get the job, but I, I don't think the Sixers should, I've, I've heard it bandied about a lot, um, you know, hire hire David Griffin, and and that'll give you a leg up on getting LeBron. I don't
2: yeah, yeah, really,
0: yeah. I don't buy into that. I I don't think like I certainly um would love to see LeBron in Philly, but I don't think David Griffin being there or not being there is really going to make a big difference as far as whether he joins that team or not. So don't hire him thinking that you know that's don't make that the reason you hire him. Um, you know, hire him because you you think he's going to be the best GM. Uh but that we never got be. uh we got right. Yeah. We got Jawan. Jawan is here. What's up,
3: Jawan? What's going on guys?
0: Oh, nothing much, man. Just talking Brian Calangelo, stepping down. Uh we um also uh I don't really want to go as far back as, as the Warriors <laughs> Cavs recap. But um, we also talked about uh, where we think LeBron James is going to go next season. Uh, Joel thinks Los Angeles. I say Philadelphia. Um, you know, do you, do you have anything to add to that before uh, you jump into the Brian Colangelo thing?
3: Yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet. <clears throat> he's going to San Antonio. Uh, I just think if, if he's smart, it's just the, it's the best possible situation that's not Boston. Uh, And I think if if he goes there or even feels like he wants to go there, Spurs can sit down with Kawhi, kind of figure things out and go, listen, remember how you said no one wants to come and play with you here? Well, you got LaMarcus Aldridge still here, and I just brought you LeBron James. So, can't get any better than that. Stay. And I think that would get Kawhi to stay or at least try to do like a uh, three, not a three-year because no one really does like three-year deals um, but probably do the max deal and uh, stay there for like the next five years, play three of those years with LeBron and then from there you can figure out what you want to do with uh, Kawhi sure. if LeBron retires by then but yeah, I think the Spurs. LeBron's always wanted to play for, for Pop anyway so uh, I think it's either Spurs at one Boston at like 1B but <laughs> uh, if I had to go with one it'd be the Spurs
1: that's crazy. So you you do think um,
0: so you like because I brought up maybe three weeks ago Boston, maybe four weeks ago, and said like I don't think it's gonna happen, but I think it's the best possible fit. And you were telling me hell no, like you were like nah I well like well you didn't say hell no, but you you definitely were like I don't know I don't I don't really see that as the best fit.
3: I told you the main reason why, and I'll I'll, I'll preface this again, Tyree will definitely not be in Boston if that were to happen, if that was even being <laughs> talked about happening. Um, so if Kyrie's gone, then, yeah, why not? Go play with Terry um, and, you know, Jason Tatum, Brown, those guys. Uh, I definitely think LeBron would at least entertain it. He'd be stupid not to. Um, you know, because that next to Sixes is the best young talent you could find out there that's ready to win, like, today. Um so, I mean, that'd be the best scenario. But I just don't see any possibility Kyrie goes, yeah, no, sure, yeah, bring him in. Yeah, I'll play with him again. I kind of feel like that's the reason he wanted to leave Cleveland. He doesn't want to be anyone in anyone's shadow. So I doubt he would he would want to still be there if he even found out that they were sitting down with LeBron.
0: Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, as I was saying earlier to Joel, I don't I don't think his relationship with LeBron had as much to do with him wanting to out of Cleveland as other um, factors like the fact that he caught wind they wanted to trade him, the fact that you know Dan Gilbert is a terrible owner and wasn't going to bring back David Griffin, the fact that LeBron could leave this this off season um, if if he wanted to. Um, you know, I, I think those things probably played a bigger factor in my opinion than him, A, wanting to be the guy or, um, B, um, him, uh, not getting along with LeBron. But, um, uh, but none of us really know that. I mean, it's, it's all just, you know, how we perceive the situation. So I will say this, the, um, the one thing, um, the one thing as far as the Spurs acquiring, um, uh, LeBron, they it would have to it would have to be with him opting in and and, and then figuring out a trade for him, uh, which means they would have to conjure up twenty eight point five uh, twenty eight point six million dollars to send back to Cleveland, um, in in order to make that deal work. Um, it's hard coming up with the pieces for them. Um, like, I mean, essentially. I mean, what they would really like to do is maybe ship Talgasaw and Patty Mills, um, and maybe like a, I don't know. I guess maybe Dejounte Murray and a first rounder to get it done to have something for for uh, Cleveland. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's it's really hard. I don't I don't think Cleveland would want Talgasaw. Um, they may have to trade Lamarcus Aldridge to make that that deal work. Which, of course, you do. I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't give a shit um, really. about trying mm-hmm. to keep Lamarcus Aldridge. I'm just saying, like, I think I think he would have to be involved in that deal. So you would you would essentially you would have more than likely you'd have like Dejounte Murray, um, Danny Green, if he opts in, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, and and uh, Paul Gasol would be your team. Um, now, that's not the most talented roster, but uh, we all know how much Popovich can get out of a roster. Um, so, I mean, that it is would be true. interesting.
3: I, I will say that one thing I think LeBron should rethink is his whole idea of saying uh, he's playing for nothing less than the Max. Um, that kind of mindset is how you had to play with the AAU team that you had to play with this year. <laughs> so, it's like, if you could possibly go to well, a not, team not exactly. that... Well, not exactly. Well, no, I, I'm not saying yeah, that. I'm too. saying, I'm saying, think about it. Think about if you kind of go to a team that you want to go to, that you want to, like, win now, but they'd have to trim so much just to get you under the cap. Uh, okay, I uh, see what you're saying. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you can yeah. go to a team that can win, like, now, take less, because we know LeBron makes money, like, crazy outside of basketball, He's trying to do it true. just, just you know, to show that he's the guy. But you don't need that. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think why not yes. win your last
1: few years?
0: Well, see, I actually think, um, and I brought this up to uh, to Joel earlier. I actually think if if the scenario in which Chris Broussard presented, um, in which it was CP3 and LeBron sign in um, LA, and then they trade, uh, like try to do a sign and trade uh, for Paul George. Um I uh I do think both CP3 and LeBron would sign for less than the max in order to play with each other. But you're not talking about like significantly less than the max. Each one of those guys can make like 35 a little a little over 35 million dollars like I depending on where the cap is it's like 35.3 or 35.7 whether it's 101 million dollar cap I'd... or 102. But I I think they would each I'd sign play... for 30 million.
3: Yeah, I, I mean I say five even on the if table. they wanted even if they wanted to do around what Mello did uh for New York, which as I look back, wasn't really that much of a sacrifice. No. But if no a bit around, well if they Mello, do a little bit
0: Mello, around that Mello left five Mellow left like five million on the on the table over the course of the contract, not per year. <laughs> like. Right.
2: Yeah,
3: no Mello I felt like the equivalent of what Mello did is like when you leave a tip and then you go, Oh shit, I think that's way too much money and you pick some of it back up. <laughs> I feel so I feel like Mello did did. He was like, oh, wait, no, 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 hell no, that's way too much Give me some of that back <laughs> Oh, my God
0: <laughs> uh, That's awesome That reminds me of uh, my, uh, my grandfather was a notoriously bad tipper um, Which,
2: that mm-hmm. did not translate
0: to me I'm a very good tipper But one time, um, my brothers went out um, To, like, a restaurant with him And uh, he had a little too much to drink um, And uh, almost left at 10 on the table, um, and, like, they, my brothers caught it, and were like, like, Granddaddy, did you mean to leave 10? He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he grabbed the 10 and, and threw out of one.
2: <laughs> um, oh, like, yeah. He was he, like, he
0: only, he was like he, wait he a only minute, I'm, his, I'm
3: not that drunk.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe he was. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, it's a... Uh, he was notorious for that $1 tip in fact when we used to go out to restaurants um whenever like you know you have that dynamic when you go out to a restaurant and like you know you you, like say my dad is with you know uh his wife my mom and and like the kids but then you know you got her dad and and her mom there and it's like they fight over the check right um, well, yeah. of course, my grandfather was like, I'm gonna pay like I'm gonna pay for the check, and my dad would always have to bring extra cash to like stash on the table <laughs> and flip in for the because <laughs> 'cause he'd be embarrassed um but you know you gotta do it without without telling uh without telling the uh the you know father of your wife like you you embarrass me by tipping like an
2: asshole <laughs> so anyway
0: I digress. Um yeah, I don't know. I think I think the LeBron situation is going to be very, very interesting. Um so that's that's three different teams uh right there. And of course, um, you know, Houston is and in, in Boston I think are still possibilities. So, um yeah, it it's gonna be crazy. Uh it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh but let's jump into the the Brian Calangelo thing. Uh your thoughts on uh Calandula stepping down uh as GM of the Sixers after, you know, everything, you know, really kind of not just came out but was confirmed. Um and who do you like uh to replace him and do, do, did you like um the job Colangelo did. By the way, Joel, you said you thought he did a reasonably good job. Um I I fucking hate Brian Colangelo. I'm so a part of the like you fired Sam Yankee mm-hmm. to bring in this motherfucker. Like um I I'm team I'm Team Sam all the way. Um and uh I I, I never liked Brian Colangelo and I think that Mark Fultz trade was just, just terrible. Um so like not even the fact it's it's well. Here's the thing. It's not even the fact that like that Tatum is is so much better than Markel Fultz. Like that's not really it. It's you don't give up like two lottery picks for one like only to move up two spots. Like you just take who's available. Don't give up that much. Um, I, right. I, I just I, it just doesn't make sense to me. We all know the lottery or the draft in general is a crapshoot. Like if anything. I'm of the mindset, I would rather trade back and get more assets. Um, Like, I mean, they could have traded back and and picked up Donovan Mitchell. Now, granted, we didn't know how good Donovan Mitchell was going to be, but a lot of people had them trading back and taking Malik Monk, um, which, you know, Malik Monk really started to turn it on at the end of the season once he finally got playing time. So, um, you know, I I think he could end up being a very good player in this league. Um, Obviously, Fultz could too but you just gave up too much to get it. Uh, but anyway, Jawan, your thoughts on, on the whole Colangelo drama and who you want to replace?
3: Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Um, I still <laughs> to this day would prefer people to just come out as themselves and say what they want to say and just be bold about no it. Doubt. It's like in 2018, people are going to find out. Like, I mean, the fact that people found out about Durant is hilarious. It's just like... Just come out as Durant and say everything you, you wanted to say Just just completely own it um, And To what Joel Was saying earlier That it was like a dick move To throw his wife under the bus um, I, I was laughing As he was saying that because I was just like Hey 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 Like I have a lot to lose you better fucking take this for me And say that it was you You better tell them all five of that Was you you know what I'm saying? Like beat that yeah. shit for me. It wasn't it wasn't dick move. What was
0: it, Joel?
1: It's a bitch ass move. A
2: bitch ass <laughs> move.
1: That's
0: what it was.
3: <laughs> I Get been it like, right, Joel. I'd have been like, hey listen, someone has to fall on this goddamn sword, it sure as hell will oh, not oh. be me. <laughs> you better fall on this sword. Um but, no, in all seriousness, I did like Joel's idea of uh, Joe Dumas. I thought I thought that would be a really, really, really great uh, pickup. Uh, my biggest thing about Colangelo is I think he did a serviceable job. The biggest compliment I feel as though I can give him, uh, maybe it's not even a compliment to give to him. Maybe it's something to give to, to Brett Brown. But he finally gave Philly the feeling of, all right, we're not going to sit here and tank again. This is like Philly resurrected. Like we're looking. No, at you know cool who? You know hands. who
0: did that for Philly? That was Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, <laughs> and who drafted those guys? <laughs>
3: yeah, Mr. Tankathon. Same <laughs> fucking yeah, Inky. Yeah. Trust the yeah. process. Yeah, Mr. Tankathon. Like,
0: yes. Mr. So, Tankathon. Like, I, I don't <laughs> give. I don't I'm give. Famous. I don't give Colangelo an ounce of credit for that shit. <laughs>
3: I say this is as much as hindsight. Like you want to say, like, man, this guy just did a really good job uh, tanking all those years to end up with Simmons and Embiid. I kind of feel like he tanked just to tank, and he lucked into getting Joel Embiid. That's and ben
0: Simmons. That's bullshit. Because not only no, did they tank. Come on. No, no, no. Listen, listen to me. Not only did they tank. Uh, Sam Inky won every single fucking trade that he ever negotiated. He got. Listen to this. He got, he got fucking Sacramento Kings to include a, um, a 2019 unprotected first round pick just so they could get rid of Nick Stauskas. They didn't want Nick Stauskas, and <laughs> I don't even remember who they got in return. Like it was nobody. Like, dude, like nah. Like Sam Hinkie. Terrific! He he got that Los Angeles pick. I think he got it from uh, maybe Denver or Phoenix or Orlando. I can't remember who who ended, who had it before they got it. Um, but he got that pick. He he got a slew of second round picks. A lot of which uh, have a lot of value. Um, like no, like he did a lot more than just tank and get lucky. Like the dude was a genius as far as trading off assets. Uh, and essentially putting a roster together of just shit players, and and you know, essentially taking anybody that he had. I mean, fuck, he flipped Michael Carter Williams for for assets after he had his Rookie of the Year campaign. And what has Michael Carter Williams done since then? Like, I mean, it, Sam Hinkey was a goddamn great GM. Like, I, I don't, I I will yeah. defend that man to my dying <laughs> breath.
1: It took him three centers yeah. to figure out one of them. But you know, he got exactly but I mean, that's, <laughs> no that I that's, mean, he's
0: that's like, true. But here's the thing. Here's the thing and this is what I'm saying. It is by getting all of those extra draft picks and everything, what you were able to do is to bide your time because the draft is such a crapshoot. So Sam Hankey's mm-hmm. philosophy wasn't wasn't necessarily like we're gonna we're gonna have the best scouts and we're gonna you know draft the best players and yada yada yada. No, his strategy was you can do that and say that all you want. We all know the draft is a crapshoot, so let me get as many fucking chances at it as I can. And he did
3: and it worked.
1: Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I think one beat all I'm saying
3: take. is all I'm saying is I feel like to just like Huge superstars. I feel like yeah, almost everyone that he drafted, he was just kind of like, yeah, I fucked up a little bit. Uh, let's let's see how we can kind of get out of these guys.
1: Uh, Do sure. not
3: mean to trade for this. Um, but no, I, I mean, sure. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, sure. You you can
0: cite Okafor, um, and you and you can cite Nerlens Noel. Um, like those are those. Are, but no. I mean, other than that, I mean, those were the other Carter two Williams. big names that he.
1: Oh uh,
3: yeah, but he but he was able to flip Carter Williams yeah. for good value.
1: No no, so, no 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 like
3: I'm just saying you drafted a guy that no one was like, a while. year later you kinda were like, Yeah, no, this wasn't the best idea. We should probably Yeah, but he it. won but he won Rookie
0: of the Year, so you took that yeah. and you were able to flip him for value. Like yeah, so that's not that, that's saying, good GM the, work.
3: But at the time that that didn't no one saw that as a good move. Like the guy just won Rookie of the Year and now you're trading him. No one
0: yeah, but that Sam Inky Sam Inky saw it as a good move, obviously because he what did if, it. What, what did if, they get? If nobody else saw it, he saw it. Like, I can't remember. I'd have to go look it up. But I, I believe they got uh, a future first round pick and another player. Um, but I, I can't remember to be honest. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, man. I mean, the the, the guy. I, I will give you Okafor because they didn't get great value. But here's the other thing, like. That, you know, Okafor was traded this year. If if Hinky had still been GM the past couple of years, like maybe he would have been able to flip these guys sooner rather than later and still gotten more picks, and he wouldn't have made that Markel Fultz trade. No way he would have made that trade. And they would still have both the Lakers pick this year and the Kings pick next year. Um, you'd be sitting so much better. It doesn't matter who you get. You could have Josh Jackson. You would still be in a better position. Um so yeah, like no <laughs> Sam Hinkie uh,
3: Sam Hinkie is a badass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> long live, long live the process.
3: AKA Tankathon. But no, uh sure. you know, like okay. I said I agree long
1: suffering. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, those Sixers fans deserve like a title like next year <laughs>
1: after all the shit <laughs> that yeah. they had
3: to go through.
1: Uh they, just, they deserve team, it. bro. Last four years. <laughs> oh,
0: speaking speaking of G League teams, I lost it. Let me throw this out there too. Um, Sam Hinkie was also the guy who said, "You know what? I'm going to go into the G League and pick up like five, six, seven different players and see if any of them stick." Who? And you know who stuck? There, yeah, he got Albert one. He, he got, got one. one. He also got he also got T.J. McConnell. So not I mean not a starter, but a quality backup. Right. He also got Rashawn Undrafted. Holmes still on the team, backup center. Um, so there's three um, that are still on the team. So like,
1: McConnell's good, if you dude. can get I like McConnell.
0: Yeah, McConnell plays is really good. He played great in the playoffs. I mean, he he kind of outshines uh, Ben Simmons there for a couple games. Um, and and I like Rashawn Holmes. Like, I would have I would yeah, much rather see. I would have much preferred to see Rashawn Holmes play in those games over Amir Johnson because Amir Johnson was fucking garbage in those games. Um, and I'm sorry, he was, but like, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I actually, I like Rashawn Holmes a lot. He, he, he's played well uh, in in the minutes that he's played when they've asked him to. Uh, he played a lot at the tail end of last season after Embiid was sitting for the end of the season. Um, so, like, you know, those are other those are other reasons why, you know. I think he was a really, really damn good GM. He just got blackballed because he was so blatant about his tanking, like, and it was so obvious.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but he, he played it to his advantage, man, and the Sixers owe that man everything.
3: Fair enough, fair enough. But um, like I said, I definitely agree with Joel on um, Joe Dumars. Uh, being a guy to come in and, and, and replace them. Like, I'm not even
0: going to argue with you anymore. I'm moving on to Joe Dumars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm no, done. I mean, just, None listen, of this tank shit. You did, you did make a really good point. Um, so I, I did want to harp on something that I kind of somewhat agree with you on. But as long as you understand nice. that it is uh, hashtag uh, <laughs> Tankathon, uh, I'm good. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> oh, yeah, I got I, no problem with that. I yeah. do agree with, uh, agree with Joel on that, and I will say I agree with your point, Nick, that hiring the guy um, uh, Griffin doesn't assure you LeBron same way we as Nick fans have to understand that hiring Fitzdale doesn't assure us LeBron either. So right. we're in the same right. boat. <laughs> Pretty obvious. We're in the same part. boat. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we, well, not, except, let me say – Except not say the Sixers
1: we, uh, actually have, have
0: a chance at getting LeBron. <laughs> Yeah, and it was well, through I mean, the process. I, that you we got have a, a chance.
3: We have a oh, they have a way better chance than we do, but we have a fair chance. We have a fair chance. We never you never know. fair chance. Uh, you have a you fair chance. You're
0: like, no, no, no. You you, you have like a, a Lloyd chance. Like 1 in a million. So you're telling me there's a chance, chance. That's what you got. <laughs>
1: That's still a yeah, chance. Yeah, we have mix. like All right. Yeah, I was going to say, no, it's still a chance. I'm not saying it's about I'm just 1% saying. One you know. percent is still a chance. There's still a chance. is still a chance, of it <laughs> no,
0: I said one Let's in a million. That's, tell you that's
3: like point zero
0: zero. percent One is
3: enough. I tell you this, Nick. I tell you this. I won't say nobody because I don't remember that time frame that well to be that that confident in saying nobody. Not a lot yeah. of people thought LeBron was going to go to Miami back in Very 2011. Very true. But... But who's coming um, with LeBron to like, New York to make it
0: work? Anybody?
3: And and your best That's player what I'm is saying, Clark,
0: Anybody? And you're gonna miss half the season at least. Like, there's doesn't no matter. chance he's going does, to New York.
3: Does not matter. And listen, he'll be playoff listen. ready. Exactly. I was gonna say he'll <laughs> <laughs> be playoff if he ready. Get hurt again, ready to come not in and dominate the playoffs. Literally doing that. Um, um, half season, you know, I'll worry listen, about it. I'm not. <laughs> listen, I'm not one of those New York fans who just believes in this altered reality that we would get LeBron. I'm saving my, my uh, reality for Kyrie, but um, <laughs> I, I do agree with you that getting <laughs> Griffin shouldn't be um, shouldn't be what – if Sixer fans are like, hey, I want to get um, Griffin so I can, like, assure that we get LeBron, that would not help your chances any more than what your chances are right now of getting LeBron. Right. Um, Absolutely. So just get the, the best guy for the job. And I honestly do think it, it, it'd be uh, Joe Dumas. I honestly do feel like that guy can really step in there and do great things. Uh, but not to say that Griffin wouldn't. Um, I just kind of would prefer. And it's just like Joe Dumas, I felt like, did such a great job and has never been given another chance since. I know.
2: And That's it, my problem. It infuriates
3: me. It infuriates me the same way it infuriates me that although I love him, Mark Jackson should not be calling basketball games. He should be coaching. I, I, those two things just, I'll, I'll never understand. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of so blackballed of right now. Reasons why. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of what I figured for both of those guys, actually. Um, but, yeah, I feel as though both of those guys should have a job right now. So I'm going with Dumars over um, Griffin.
0: Interesting. Nah, I, I I would love it. I, I think Dumars would be great. Like I said, I also mentioned Chauncey Billups. I think uh, uh, he obviously hasn't been a GM yet, which I think you know would go a long way towards you know picking Dumars or David Griffin. Um, but uh, but I think I think Billups has the right kind of basketball mind for the job. I think he would be good at it. Um, but anyway, let's move on. You mentioned Kyrie Irving, New York Knicks. Chris Mannix of Yahoo Sports said the New York Knicks are a threat to sign Kyrie Irving next offseason. There was another report that said the Celtics are, quote-unquote, scared of him leaving for New York. Um, I, guys, I'm sorry. I, I, don't get, I don't give this much credibility at all. I really don't. like. First of all, what what Mannix was citing as far as for his, his report was the fact that apparently Kyrie mentioned playing for New York to Cleveland players back when he was with Cleveland. Now that he's in Boston, it's not something that's come up since he's been in Boston. Um, I think he probably really enjoys it in Boston. He's got a really good team. He's got a team that went a long way without him and Hayward. You know, this season, imagine that team with him and Hayward next season. Um, I, I don't see him leaving Boston. I just don't see that. Uh, I don't see it happening, and it has nothing to do with uh, I I don't think he would like to play for New York or anything like that. I just don't see him leaving Boston. Um, it, 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 that's just too good of a scenario. You couldn't have dreamed up a better scenario after – like essentially demanding to be traded, to be traded to that team that has that future. They have so much talent already. They still have draft picks. They still have assets to get even better. Um, you just you're not going to find yourself in a better situation. Um, and I mean, I don't care where you go. So I don't think he's leaving Boston. But um, Joel, tell me. Uh, Either why I'm wrong or why you agree with me, whatever.
1: Too old mixed. Uh I agree. Um, <laughs> I love the way you started that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say this: it, it would it on on its face, on a surface level, the idea of Kyrie leaving Boston to go anywhere would sounds ridiculous. He's in a very comfortable place. Um, he's very successful there even during his injury. Um, I bet a part of him kinda felt bad that he couldn't be out there with his team even though the team seemed to do yeah, just fine without him. You know, uh and I know that hurt him a little bit, uh and it hurt his pride a little bit that they were so successful even without him. Um Do you know that Do I know what? Do you know that, that hurt his pride? I could see it in his face. You could see it as he watched those games on was screen. Okay. In his Fair eyes, you could see his uh his disappointment that he wasn't out there doing his thing. Now, um let's put it like this. I don't I don't the po- the probability of it happening, I'm going to say is low. But I still think there is a chance. And I think there is there is some credibility to it. I think if if Things work out on both sides. Like, if he looks, there's, there's a reason he has a sign. Why not just sign an extension now? Why wait? Right? Like, what was, what, like, well, like, why I not mean, just. He, but he might. Like, he might
0: sign an extension. Well, he said he's not. He, just, he said he's not. Oh, did he? Okay.
1: Yeah, he did. He said, I'm not. He said, um, well, I, I forgot what he said. I'll find out. Here's,
0: it. here's one reason why you wouldn't sign an extension. And it's, it's a rather. It's, it's a minute one, um, but the salary cap next season is projected to be between 101 and $102 million. Salary cap the following season is projected to be $108 million. He can, he can sign for 30% of what the salary cap is. So if he signs an extension next season, he can only make 30% of $101 million, escalating uh, by 8% per year at that point. Whereas if he waits until the next season, he can sign at 30% of $108 million with an 8% 8 increase per season. Um, That would be a reason,
1: more money. Okay. No, obviously, yeah. Um, Here's his quote. uh, um, Contractually, financially, it just doesn't make sense. He says, I'm pretty sure management and I will have a talk, but that talk won't happen now. That's what he said. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I have no doubt they're going to have a nice conversation about it and throw numbers at each other. Would you – like, if you're Boston, would you give him the max? Yes, absolutely. He
0: doesn't you qualify for the, the max. Supermax, so you don't have to worry okay. about that conversation. Um, but, yeah, no no doubt I would throw the max at him. I would offer him a five-year max extension, and if he doesn't want it, fine. I would then wait until the offseason and offer him a five-year max um, uh new deal.
1: Okay. And how about the, the the other guards that are who's anybody coming? And then Mark, Mark, uh, Marcus Smart's going to be freezing this summer, right? Yes, uh, he is.
0: Um, I would pay Marcus Smart in the neighborhood of like $12 million a season. I think Marcus Smart is probably going to take his, uh, like $7.5 million, um, uh, uh, what's it called? It, uh, Uh, qualifying offer Um, and essentially uh, because I don't think he's going to be satisfied with the money that Celtics offer him and he's not going to get those offers pouring in from other places because there's just very few teams with cap room Um, Mm -hmm. and there's not very many teams out there that I think really need a Marcus Smart not not paying him what he wants to make so I think he takes the qualifying offer and then becomes an unrestricted free agent next season. If that's the case, you hang on to Terry mm. Rogier. If you can sign him long-term, I think you trade Terry Rozier and go ahead and get assets for him.
1: That's going to be quite the summer for Boston next summer. Uh, that's on them, though. I don't have to worry about that. All i just got to worry about is <laughs> luring like people in. That's what we got to do. <laughs> like, next summer is the, the summer that the Knicks are looking forward to signing free agents. They'll have, yes. hopefully, a healthy KP. And we'll see how uh, how Milikina looks a year later and how about whatever rookie we draft this year um, and how the three of them look, um, the state of the team, how the team did this year, and then, of course, the cap room to bring in a a, a, a guy yeah. or two. So yeah, I think it is New York that he wants it. The, the opportunity to bring a, any type of credibility to the city it has to be alluring, and I think it is to certain people, and I think Kyrie is one of those people, considering he's a hometown kid. So I think there's a chance. Yeah. I'm not saying there's a high chance. I'm just saying there's a chance. I got no problem with the Knicks,
0: like, shooting for the moon, um, and Kyrie Irving is certainly that. I just don't see him leaving Boston. That's all I'm saying, because um, I think Boston will offer him the max. Um, I, think, I think he would be a fool to leave that team. Um, but you know what? A lot of people said he would be a fool to not want to play with LeBron, and we've seen where that guy exactly. got, got him on the Boston
1: you Celtics. You doubt so. my man's foolishness? I...
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're talking about a dude who says the earth is flat, so come on now. Exactly. Like...
1: <laughs> Stop doubting his foolishness. Let the man
0: live. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> Jawan. Uh, your additional thoughts on to uh, what Joel was saying. (laughs) Juan. He passed out. The whole idea
1: of him going to New York, uh, put him into a panic
0: attack. I I guess so. Um, (laughs) I'm away from the computer, so maybe his call dropped and and he can actually hear us, but I I haven't plugged him back in. Um, Well, I will I will say this. Um I I I put, put him in you there. You got a much I think you got a much better Yeah, there he is. There he is. Um all right. Jawan, you can't do this was, to me, dude. You know you know I'm a smoker. I'm going to go out on the deck once we got everybody locked <laughs> in. Like I, you, bro, like you should have known that when you called the first time and didn't get plugged didn't in immediately. Like damn, Nick's Nick's on the back smoking, like, he's on the back deck, like, time um
3: Funny thing is, I've been sitting here talking to myself, it, it seems like, for the longest, because I was talking the entire time you two were talking. I was laughing and everything, and then it wasn't until you were like, "Joan, Juwan, I was like, oh, shit, man, like, <laughs> I wasn't in here. Okay, hold on. Um, no, I was saying... Uh, so what, Joel, the last thing Joel was saying, uh, I, was, I was telling that to Luke because Luke was going, look at the perfect situation you're in here with the Celtics. Why would you ever leave such a great situation? I was like, wait, we, we're not going to forget how Kyrie left the team that went to the finals, right? Like, he did do that. Like, he, he was just yeah, like, no, 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 I'm not is, doing a whole another season. Put it, put it, but that,
2: that, made, that, that made wasn't it. the
3: perfect situation, though, because, I mean, we no, discussed not that earlier. No, not the perfect situation. Not the perfect situation, but you were playing on a team that was in the finals. No, but looks right. He is literally
0: now in the perfect situation. Not only is, you know. I get
3: it. But if we're saying the standpoint of winning, like you won't get any better than that, that's true. But he was winning over there with LeBron, just not the big game. But he was winning to get up to that point. I think it's so apples and oranges, man.
0: It's like it's like when people try to say KD did the same thing LeBron did by going to Golden State and LeBron going to Miami. It's not the same thing. Quit trying to say it's the same thing. This is not the same situation either.
3: <laughs> well, it's only a tad different, but I won't get into that. Me and you definitely have to debate that at a different time. Um, yes, we do. But, <laughs> um, it's it's very different. Is,
0: and Joel at least will agree with me on that point. <laughs>
3: Yeah. What definitely. I'm saying is yeah. that um, <laughs> being in Boston, being in Boston, your, your your idea is to not only own the East, but then to win a title for multiple years, because all those guys are just like ridiculously young. What I'm saying is, you could have you could have said that um, maybe with different pieces, Kyrie and LeBron, Cleveland could have been more competitive. Not saying they would have beaten Golden State because we kind of know how that was just going to end, but they could have been a lot more competitive with a Kyrie. So you're saying, all you're pretty much saying is Boston is a better situation of sustaining winning for like years to, to come, like five years, in my opinion. Plus, you got Brad Stevens, Brad. best coach. Like,
0: we yeah. all agree yeah. that
3: he's the best young coach.
0: Right. And
1: mean, the Stevens only person. Is the white yeah, we all love though. Brad we Stevens.
0: Um, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> not only do you have the sustainability, but you got the you, you know we've all also said that the Celtics are the one team who seems to have the blueprint to beating the Golden State Warriors. So like, right? I don't know why you would give all that up to join a different team. I, mean, I and and again, I'm not. It's not Love. I'm not even. I'm not even factoring in where the Knicks are versus where the Celtics are. I'm just saying like. Right. Strictly, why would you to, leave the Celtics?
3: We already got from Luke, him shitting all over the Knicks. We we get that it's definitely not,
1: to, yeah, a horrible yeah,
3: situation a, to switch. Maybe into. that's why I'm not doing um,
1: it. What, what
3: I'm saying, you're is not getting it because
1: you're trying to argue with the idea of a guy that thinks the Earth is flat. If he thinks the Earth is <laughs> exactly, the fucking Earth is flat. Why would you argue? He he doesn't make sense. <laughs> Kyrie is insane
3: enough to do anything. But the the point I was right. trying to make is the point that <laughs> I was trying to say is what the Knicks could possibly do to be something that is somewhat more attractive cuz I did hear something the other day or, or yesterday maybe today um that Kyrie wasn't going to sign a deal this upcoming year. He was going to wait till 2019. Yeah, we just we just uh, brought that, that up. You must have dropped out when
0: we brought that up. Yeah,
3: sorry, I must have dropped at that point. Um, what I was saying is, I, I was telling me, Nick, me and you were talking about this that if Phoenix doesn't take this deal, um, you know, I was telling you how I wanted the Knicks to do it. If the Knicks could trade for free, just to get that 14th, I fucking
1: do it. And if then, they actually do
3: and it, and then try to and then try to flip whether it's our ninth or 14th pick. To try to lure Carl Anthony Towns out of, 14, of Minnesota, 15. Oh free. um, it could be something that. Because think about this: if you're Kyrie, Boston, you already you already know that that's a juggernaut there. But if you look over and you see in 2019, you got a healthy Kristaps, you got Cat, um, I, Kenneth Faried is something and, that like we should uh, definitely like move. <laughs> <laughs> we should move like soon as we get it. Um, you, you're not gonna but, get mean, Cat, bro. You're not. So you're telling – no, I'm saying if not Phoenix isn't smart Ooh, enough – if if Phoenix isn't smart enough – no, because, Nick, we were just saying that all Phoenix had to do to uh, to get Cat is to offer them the, the number one overall pick.
0: No, 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 that's not what I was saying. I I said that they would have to uh, it, they would be stupid if that's all that that uh they wanted but I didn't think the number 1 overall pick would be enough to get cat. I said they would uh, if I was Phoenix I would give up 1 and 16 and like maybe a Marquise Chris um to get Carl Anthony Towns because he is a proven talent. Like in getting him to pair with Booker would just be like it, I don't I, I love DeAndre Ayton. I don't see DeAndre Ayton being better than Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I see no, him having I'm the potential is, to be as good as Carl Anthony Towns. Um, but no, I'm I mean, is if, I, I'm saying you don't have the assets unless you're going to trade Kristaps for Zingas, which you're not going to do. You don't have the assets to get Carl Anthony Towns. There's no
3: fucking way that's yeah, going to happen. But what I'm saying is, if Phoenix doesn't make that that offer, and they're just like they not in the sweepstakes for Cat, for which... Listen, Phoenix is a dumb enough organization to pass up on a chance like that. What I'm saying is who else has a better opportunity of assets to trade for Cat than if we had the ninth and the 14th?
0: Yeah, but, okay, listen, if you have Carl Anthony Downs and someone offers you the number 9 and number 14 pick, or you could just keep him because he's under contract for at least the next five seasons, what are you going to do? Even if he's Wait, not he's happy, under contract are for the next do? five seasons. Well, he's, he's got one next, year. I... He's got one year left on his rookie deal, and then he's a restricted free agent, and
2: I mean, you can Superman. match any
0: deal that you can match any deal. Yeah, um, you, yeah, you could offer him the supermax. Uh, uh, um, I, I think you can. Um, I'm, I, I need to look into that. I'm not sure how the supermax works for rookie uh, rookie salaries going to fifth year. Um, but I, I think you could, um, uh, like I, I yeah, definitely, but even
3: if,
1: uh, even if you offer
3: him the supermax, you, you know, he's not going to accept it. He doesn't want to be wh- there. How do you know that? Who's going to turn down because that Because He money? just said he didn't want to be there.
0: It doesn't yeah, matter. That's you
1: could take rumors. You could take, yeah, you
0: know. that's rumors. And you could take the money and still request a trade. Like you, you're going to take the money. Um, which means if you, if you do take the money, they don't have to trade him. And if they do have to trade him, they're not going to be in any rush to trade him. They're not going to trade him for number nine and number 14. Joel, back me up on this, man.
3: Like I, just, you're not going to get anything better. I, I don't know who, that who is can ridiculous. offer you something like a lot better. No, I'm not no, no. saying that you couldn't get a better deal. I'm saying there's no other team that has better assets that's going to make that play. Like You're not going to have Ballman give
1: you a litter of draft picks are, and players to get cat. The I, first I, I think that has to go down is Denver actually giving up the 14th with free, which I think is stupid, if I'm Denver. If that yes. can work, if you can actually get them to let go
0: of the 14th thing. Do, I don't then, even there's think the Knicks have the cap space to take on $14 million in salary this season. We, we don't. I don't think they do.
1: That's not the yeah. point, though, Nick. Stop trying to make sense. <laughs> it's not about that. <laughs> you're well, that. You're. Now. you're,
0: you're you right now remind me of fucking Johnny Cochran from South Park, being like, "This is Chewbacca. <laughs> like, he 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 lives on uh, the moon of Endor, which is filled with Ewoks. Why? It doesn't
1: make sense. Like, you must quit all OJ because is... it doesn't make sense. Like, that's all I'm all hearing I'm from you right is... now. Listen." Oh, Kyrie
3: wants to be in New York. We want Kyrie. Stop finding ways for That's this it. not to work,
1: That's it. Nick. Jeez. That's
3: it. Find That's a way, it way where it does work, it, Juwan.
1: It'll, it'll work if you wait. want it to work. That's how I say it.
2: Exactly. It. I, but I'm telling you,
1: prayer. that doesn't make any fucking sense. Don't think Hope you're thinking too prayers, hard. Don't Nick. don't listen to Juwan. He's just like, like fantasy spinning out of his mouth. Other ways. There are better ways with less complications. Like, next Whatever. All He's a one He's a Y'all are
0: crazy. Y'all all, are crazy. Hey, ju- ju- I expect, I expect, I expect ju- this from Jawan I expect better from you, my man. Like, you're usually the realist. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, I am real. Nine nah,
1: is number really nine, nine and number 14
0: for Carl Anthony Towns. Are you
1: fucking no, kidding me? No, I'm not me? saying that's realistic. I never said that was okay, realistic Okay, Nor do I think thank it's even possible to get the 14th pick. I don't think they're going to give up the 14th <laughs> pick. Wait.
3: I think you I think
1: I think you would have to have saying? a team that's
0: also willing to take Darrell Arthur's contract because if you can clear twenty one million dollars for the number fourteen pick and avoid the luxury tax, definitely avoid the luxury tax. Sure, do it. Um, but yeah, just clearing fourteen doesn't even guarantee you staying out of the luxury tax if you want to extend Jokic and bring back Barton. Um, So, I agree with you. I think it's going to take more than just taking on Fareed to get that number 14 pick. Or you're going to have to take on Fareed, give up something that they want. Maybe – I think the Hawks could do it because the Hawks could say, we'll take 14 and we'll give you number 30, you know. So, at least you're getting something back. Um, Like, yeah. But anyway, uh, Jawan, fucking finish. (laughs) You're you're driving me crazy right now, bro.
3: I was just saying, did you hear what Joel wasn't saying? <laughs> he what? kept saying, like, it doesn't sound like you could get, uh, it doesn't sound like it doesn't make sense for them to give up the 14th and Kenneth Reed. What he wasn't saying was that if they were dumb enough to do it, it wouldn't be something that we could pull off and then do something with those two picks. It sounded like Joel yeah. was saying, no, 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 no. They wouldn't give up both. That doesn't make any sense.
1: That that's a perfect situation. See, dumb move becomes another great move, and that that great move could become someone else's dumb move, and it works out for us in the end because dumbness works out in the end. All right, that's how that would work. But I'll believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. Realistic? You don't think it can
3: happen, Nick? But this is the same (laughs) basketball world that the Brooklyn Nets thought it was smart enough to image their future to get an old Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Darren Williams. Any world that that would do that, any world that would do that, I have faith that someone else would be stupid enough to do something that awesome. That's all I'm saying. Not
0: going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. No. Um. All right. Yeah, I got to move on. I'm so tired talking about this. You, guys, I, I didn't even think – I thought I was at least going to have Joel on my side for this, but I, I feel like he's just been enjoying the fact that uh, – that this whole topic has been getting under my skin, so he's just been feeding more into it. Um, I'll remember this, Joel. I will remember this. Um, but anyway, and I'm so nice. I'm so nice to to the Knicks and, and to you guys about the Knicks. I'm always like, I'm always trying to be nice to the Knicks. Like, fucking, this is what I get. Um, but anyway. <laughs> We've got to move on. DeAndre Ayton said he knows he's going number one uh, after his workout with the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker and Josh Jackson uh, reportedly were impressed with Ayton and may have made plans to hang out with the potential number one overall pick. The rumor was that they were going to watch one of the finals games, I think. I don't know if that ever came to fruition, but that was the rumor, and – Essentially, they seem like they already have this kind of chemistry, if you believe the reports. What do you think, Joel? Do you think he's a lock uh, at number one? Or do you think Luca is still in play?
1: For number one? I at this point, yeah. I kind of see – I think Aiden is pretty much a lock for number one, uh, yeah, as of right now. Um I, I not that anybody like other other players don't deserve uh, the opportunity or that he'll even be the best player in this draft, but right momentum the, the momentum going into this draft he is clearly at the top and if anything Luka kind of has fallen a little bit uh, in terms yeah. of momentum which may work out to your benefit uh, or not because they may even pass him that's how much this momentum has fallen backwards for Luca. But, I um, I
0: read something today um, from Travis Schlink. Uh, I don't think... I, I, I think Schlink thinks the Kings will take him. Um, essentially, what he said go, was
2: go, there are fine. four
0: or five guys on our radar, one of which we think is going to be gone by the time you know he gets to us, whether it be number one or number two. Now, that could be Ayton, That could be Doncic. I don't know, but... I, I think we would take Luca if he if he slips. From what I've read, I think we would take him if he slips to three. But I don't think he's going cool to slip three. True. I think, uh, I, yes, I agree. Uh, but I, I I think regardless, if he doesn't go number one, I think the Kings are going to take him at number two. The only the only way that I see the Kings not taking him is if he indeed says, "I ain't playing for Sacramento. If you draft me, I'm going to stay overseas until you trade me." And that can throw insane. in a huge wrench into the system,
3: and I wouldn't That's want to
0: I wouldn't want to play for fucking Sacramento either. <laughs> uh, so, but they Should anyway, have moved to ahead,
1: Seattle. You. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yes. God, they should have. Wow. They should have. I was disappointed. Um, well, yeah, like I said, Aiden a- right now is not my number one. Um, my projected number one. Um, I truly believe. Uh, Luca will probably go top three. I'm not 100 sure. And certain Sacramento will, but honestly, Luca fits in perfectly for the, with the first two picks, considering his former his uh, his his um National League uh, coach is the coach of the Suns now. He, the, the, he right. just won a championship with him in uh, in uh, with the Euro Cup or whatever it was. And right. um in Sacramento, he has a kinship with Lottie and the whole. Uh, Cool, yeah, and I've, about I've heard. Cool I've heard he's he's tight with Bogdan
0: Bogdanovich, too. So
1: okay, I don't know that. how true well, that is,
0: but I, I've heard that.
1: That makes sense because they they the same circles and stuff I like guess. So if he's close with right. Bogdan, and and of course the GM or the, is the president is Body the president?
0: Uh, yeah, president of basketball <laughs> operations.
1: Yeah, I mean, he it, I don't think he's just, uh, past one or two. Uh, I, but at this point, I'm thinking DeAndre. Uh, Aiden will be uh, will be number one, and I think Luca will end up being number two. And unfortunately for you, and I don't know who yet three. I'm still I like what I've seen out of Marvin Bagley and all that. Well, so, yeah, I like what I've seen no. out of Aaron Jackson. I do. I yes. like I like I like what I've seen out of Bagley. I like, I like what I've seen out of Jackson. Uh, uh, I'm warming like up to old Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba's good too. I like Mo Bamba. There's a lot of guys yeah. I like. I mean, I like what I've seen out of a lot of guys and guys. Don't have uh, the the range I, I'm looking for, but uh, it's not a bad thing <laughs> necessarily. So, personally, I think DeAndre is going to be one. So, that's why that's I stand with.
0: I agree. I think I, the, the biggest thing for me is Luka Doncic just does too many things that Devin Booker already does for your team. And we've seen those teams with the well, dynamic backcourt just not not be ultimately – that doesn't provide you with the success that you want. You have yeah. a dynamic guard. You have a guy who has a lot of potential to be a defensive anchor on the wing in in Jackson, and Josh Jackson. You have mm-hmm. a guy who has still, you know, he's been slow to develop, but we all thought he would be. Um, Dragon Bender, who could be a reasonably good role starting role player as a stretch four. You do need a point guard, maybe. and you do need a center. But I think you need a center more than you need a point guard. And you're not going to get – you could get a, a, a guy who could be a starting point guard at 16. You're not going to get a guy who could be maybe Mitchell Robinson, but there's just way too many question marks with Mitchell Robinson. Like, just – I think you take DeAndre Ayton. You you look at pairing Booker, Jackson, and Ayton – that's so good. That's such a good foundation for your team. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, that I, guy too. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, based in Tucson, which is, I, I don't know, I think maybe an hour and a half, two hours away from Phoenix. Like, yeah. So, I mean, he's he's there. He's he's all about it. So, I, I think a lot of people rush to judgment with essentially the, the Suns hiring uh, Doncic's coach uh, from Eurocup, I believe I said even at the time, uh, and maybe it was because, maybe it was more wishful thinking than anything else, but I did say they made that hire before they knew they were getting the number one overall pick, so I didn't think it really meant any as much as people made it out to be as far as Doncic was a lock for them. Uh, I, I, I just didn't really buy into that. I think they just liked that coach, um, and it was kind of coincidental. But Jawan, um, do you? What do you? What do you think about this? Have you started to kind of follow uh, these like elite prospects? And what do you think about uh, if, if not? Even if you haven't kind of like followed the prospects, if if you're Phoenix, would you rather have? Like the best center in the draft, or would you rather have the best combo guard in the draft to go
3: along with the team that you already have? I don't know, because I I look at what Boston was able to do with the the mix of Kyrie, Rozier, and Smart, and how a lot of the times they would like to play Smart with Kyrie, a guy that can score, and then a guy that can just really defend, and uh, and yeah. if need be, kind of be like somewhat your playmaker. So, I look at a guy like Devin Booker, and I do feel like Devin Booker shouldn't have the ball in his hands as often as he does because his mindset is to score first. Um, So it's like any guy that has a mindset, yeah, right. Any guy that has a mindset like Kobe, you kind of don't want always taking the ball up the court Uh, because you have no idea whether or not he's going to shoot it or (laughs) actually try to do a play. Um, so I always thought that one of the bigger things that Phoenix should uh, should try to do, because one of the trades that me and you had, had talked about for them was maybe getting like, a guy like Terry Rozier. But he's not a guy that's like a playmaker kind of guy. Uh, he's more of like a, a shot maker, um, you know, driving the whole. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Joel. Um, So I always was comfortable with the idea of, and I, I thought um, – what do you call it, Phoenix, once they got the number one overall pick, just would pick Aluka, um, because it's a guy that that can create, can slow it down, create, um, you know, create the offense, get guys a good shot, high percentage shots, and that's what I think they need. You need a guy that can kind of control things. Um, even though a, a, a really good center, obviously people look at guys like Joel Embiid, and it's like if you feel as though you can get a player like that, you kind of don't want to Pass up on it, um, but I feel like uh, Luke is like a really special player, and that's something yep. you don't want to pass up on either. So it's one of those things where it's just like, like you said, do you want a really good point guard? or Do you want a really good center? Uh, what do you think you can get the other somewhere else that you don't think you can get one of the other two from uh, right. from where you're at? And I think they should go with the guard uh, because, like I said, I feel like I trust him a lot more and whatever else is available as far as point guard-wise, whether it's further in the draft or in free agency, I'd feel more comfortable with that being the guy as my primary ball handler, uh, for him to help uh, Booker make smarter decisions, especially going down in the clutch so he doesn't have the ball as often. Because what people are going to start doing is picking up Booker half court um, because it's like they know he's yeah. not looking to, to pass. He's looking to score. So that's really easily to defend. Uh, once you understand that no one else is a primary ball handler but that guy. So just pick him he up half He did up court. his assists um,
0: this season. I think he got up to five a game, I want to say.
3: Yeah, no, so, but by no means. And, and that's the same that's thing I'd nice. say for Jordan and Kobe. They weren't bat- – it wasn't that they never passed. It's just that was but, never their first idea. Like, that was the second true. option was to pass. Yes. So if yes. you're telling me I could have a guy that could uh, kind of control the offense, like a Luka, that's what I would go with.
0: Sure, uh, I I I can't fault you. Yeah, I mean, I still got Luca as the number one overall prospect on my board. I just think yeah, I see Phoenix's needs differently, uh, but I, I totally understand you know the the point of view that you're coming from. I think it'll be interesting. I as much as I think Aiton is their pick and should be their pick, I still think there is a possibility that they go Luca, and this is exciting because it's. It, it's the first time in a while where the number one pick is it's probably, what, the first time since 2013, maybe? Uh, maybe maybe 14. <laughs> Yeah, like where we just didn't know who what was going to go number one. Um, I mean, yeah, we've been was, pretty was confident was going to go number one, you know, since then. Uh, so, it's yeah, going to be interesting. Exactly. I mean, I mean, last year, we all knew who was going to be number one. And the year before that, who was the number one pick that year? Who was number one in 2015?
3: D'Angelo Ruggie, wasn't it? Wasn't no, it he was, was number two, two
0: the year he went. Right.
3: Um, oh, and it was... Uh... No, it wasn't Ben Simmons. Wait, wait, wait. It wasn't Okafer? Ben, wait, what year are we talking?
1: Ben Simmons? Yeah, no, no? it wasn't. Ben Simmons? I'm
3: sorry, yeah.
0: No, it was Ben Simmons, and Ingram was number two. And we all knew Ben Simmons was going to be number one. There was a little bit of talk about Ingram number two, but no, nobody took it seriously. So, like, this, this I, I do. I think <laughs> this is the first year since 2013, maybe 2014, because there was a little bit of talk about Jabari Park over Andrew Williams. Um but for the most part, this is the first time in a while. I remember is, that. Is the point that I'm getting at. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, the, the, I, hey, <laughs> I, I I think one thing that we all learned was uh, out of that draft, uh, the number one overall pick should have fucking been Joel Embiid. <laughs> Just saying.
2: <laughs> uh, but, well, you uh, know, his uh, uh,
1: uh.
0: his injury – his injury obviously kind of derailed that yeah. uh,
1: that situation. It took him like two years to get in the uh, in the court on the court.
0: Yeah, really more like four. <laughs> um, wow. Because uh, this, I mean, this was his fourth season. This past year was his fourth season. So it was crazy. You know. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, but it was a perfect pick for for Philly, who wanted who wanted a really talented guy, but still wanted, needed to suck for a little bit longer, so they could get Vincent. Yeah, uh, it was so. a
2: perfect pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Uh, another Phoenix story: Phoenix Suns reportedly want to move up for another top ten pick to take Trey Young, so they don't. They now. It, it's Whoa. funny because it was, mentioned. That no it was sense. mentioned. Well, it's funny because it was mentioned maybe. Two months? No, not not that long ago. I don't know, maybe maybe a month ago, uh, or th- three weeks, something like that. That they were potentially looking at offering Clint Capella a max contract, and that's when everybody was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, they're definitely taking they're definitely taking Luca because if they're going to offer him." So I think this almost kind of points uh, in the opposite direction. If if they're possibly exploring the option of trading up for Trey Young, maybe that's pointing more towards Aiden uh But obviously, these are all just reports and draft reports. people leak things people you know it, it, it it's there's a lot of things going on that y you know are intentional misinformation. However, we still have to cover it. Uh, i don 't think uh, apparently what they 're thinking is Marquise Chris and number sixteen to move up to to take trey Young if Trey Young falls far enough to where that would be a possibility. I would not if, – if I was able to draft Trey Young, there's no way that I'm giving up Trey Young for Marquise Chris in number 16. I'm just not doing it. Now, if you throw in Miami's unprotected 2021 pick and maybe Milwaukee's pick, yes, now you pique my interest. Like Now you're making me an offer I can't refuse. So I do think it's a possibility that Phoenix can do it, but does Phoenix want to give up that much – to get a guy like Trey Young when you already got uh a guy like Devin Booker, who I don't I don't wanna call him a defensive liability, but he's not known for his defense. Trey Young also not known for his defense. But if you could get Trey Young and DeAndre Ayton to pair with Devin Booker, Josh Jackson and Jargon Bender, yeah, it would be exciting. Uh what do you guys think about this? Do you think it makes sense to you for Phoenix, and do you think that they would be willing to part with the pieces necessary to pull it off, Joel?
1: Uh, I, don't okay. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't see how he compliments them. Yeah, because I, Look, I know Trey Young's a good passer. I mean, he was. I think he led mm-hmm. the college in, in the fifth. Oh, uh, I believe scoring. he did. I believe he did. Yes. Both um, so, I'm not saying he's not a good playmaker. And uh, playing next to Devin Booker would definitely take pressure off because they got to defend Devin Booker. And then at some point, you do got to defend Trey Young. So, they're going to be, that would be kind of a scary backcourt. I mean, I guess now I'm reconsidering. <laughs> but um, defensively is, will be the issue. And down, I mean, you're going to have to defend if you plan on going far in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. that's, just, that's what it comes down to. If you want extensive minutes, and you want to actually be serious. You got to defend. You need at least one or one good defender in the backcourt. And I just right. And, and Aiden sold.
0: And Aiden's not known as a good defender. Like that's not one of his yeah. strong suits. So
1: right, so you, you're now
0: drafting. Right. So you're. I mean, essentially, you're relying on Josh Jackson to do all of your defending. Uh, defending. So that that would be a little scary.
1: Exactly, and that's why I would probably. I don't know. I mean, if you can do it, fucking do it. I mean, that's not bad to have really high. I mean, those are real two really good players to have. And you really know, like, coming, if you come out of it with Trey Young and, and Aiden, it's not a bad thing. But uh, I'd probably look towards, I would probably, i probably probably lean more towards Colin Sexton, honestly. But that's just, that's just me. If they could get their hands on him, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would have to, yeah, it would. It would <laughs> cost
0: you less. Like, that's the biggest thing yeah. to me is like, you could pull it off for less. Um, if I'm the Hawks at number three, I'm. I, I would, I would consider giving up three for like sixteen two future first in the Milwaukee and Miami pick and a player. I, I don't really want Marquise Chris because we got John Collins. Um, but yeah. You know, maybe like a maybe like a TJ Warren. And they take back Bazemore, <laughs> like there. That that's the trade I want. Like, if, if you want number three, that's what it's going to cost you. Um, and they want pay the but,
1: thing, what, uh, of uh, restricted free agent this something
0: Yeah, yeah. So they can re-sign him. Uh, I mean, that's it, that's certainly a possibility. They didn't give up much to get him, so I I don't I don't think they would have any problem in letting him walk. But right. you know, if they don't get a point guard who they really like I could see them re-signing him and, and keep in mind they still have Brandon Knight he was hurt all season but um he's on that oh
1: roster. yeah completely so, forgot
0: about Brandon Knight <laughs> <laughs> not surprising uh well he was hurt all last season and he hasn't been significant in like three seasons so not not That's surprising
1: about, that you've about right Brandon
0: Knight but yeah uh, but uh, Jawan, what are your thoughts on? Uh, I mean, same question really. Phoenix moving up for for Trey Young. Does it make sense for Phoenix, and do you think they'd be willing to part with the assets it would take?
3: I think they'd be willing to part with the assets that it would take for them to do that. Because I think we all agree um, that is the one organization that you wouldn't put anything past. Um uh, yeah. Whether that's good or bad, uh, just wouldn't put anything past them. But I, I don't know. I. To me, I don't like both of my guards to be aggressive scoring wise. I'd like for one of them to just be a legit playmaker. You look at guys like John Wall. Who you want to pair convert himself. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: You want? I was just gonna say, you, you, you if you have a Steph Curry, you want to pair him with a Klay Thompson. I think Steph Curry right. owes so much of his success to playing alongside Clay Thompson. Um, not that Steph Curry isn't amazing, but part of what makes that team amazing is the fact that you have Steph and Clay. Clay can would... defend; he doesn't need the ball to be successful, and he is a great spot up shooter. Like that is yeah. who you want next to Trey Young. That is not Devin Booker. Uh, he's right. not. Trey Young and Devin Booker would be
1: a poor man's version of that that The <laughs> Poor man's last run, right, brother.
0: right, exactly. You know they would they would maybe have the potential to to surpass like Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. But we saw, you know, where where they got when they had to go up against Rondo and Drew Holiday defending them. So, you know, and the fact that they couldn't defend them on the other side. So, you know, but anyway, I'm sorry, John, go ahead.
3: No, I was just going to say I, I, I've never liked the idea of having two aggressive scoring guards, both at point and shooting guard. I've just never been a fan of it. Uh, I mean, we saw what John Wall had to turn himself into, just to make things work with Bradley Beal. Because let's not sure. forget, Wall came into the NBA just looking to score, only looking to score right. any way he could. Um, and then it wasn't until he got, you know, some proper mentoring that I was like, dude, all right, we got a guy that can score in Beal. We don't need you to average 30. Let Beal do that. How about you set the table for, for everybody else? You'd be a playmaker. You'd be a facilitator. Um, and John Wall's kind of – gotten in more comfortable, you know, getting his assist up, uh, just kind of overall point guard rather than just having to just drop 30 a night. Um, and I prefer that for my point guard, someone who, who can score but is willing to be a playmaker. And as Joel said, Trey Young, you know, did, uh, I think you said, led in an assist, Joel. Um, yeah, he did. So he's someone who doesn't mind sharing the ball, but we're talking about a guy – Um, who, if Phoenix can do what they need to do and can get, like, a team that can maybe start winning games, I see when these big games are on, Trey Young in the moment is going to look to shoot it, not pass it. And I just – I don't want that. You have a guy who's already shoot-first mentality uh, with Devin Booker. So I want them to get someone who is pass-first, who can control the tempo. Like like you said, Nick, and that was a perfect example – Look at what Rondo was able to do for that Pelicans team. He was able to orchestrate everything properly to where um, it set the table for AD, it helped Holiday out a lot, um, and he was just able to set the table for everybody. That is just what you would prefer. That's the point guard you'd prefer for a team who has a shooting guard like Holiday and has a a force of nature like um, Anthony Davis. That's what Phoenix should focus on. Don't go get another shoot first kind of guy who wants the limelight. Don't don't get a guy like that. Get someone who's comfortable just being that helpful point guard who can set the table and control the tempo. That's what I think they should focus on.
0: I uh, I agree with you to a certain extent, but I think Trey Young could develop in, in a lot of different ways offensively as you needed him to uh again my biggest concern would just be defensively um yeah that's could my Trae huge Young huge yeah huge. could Trey Young and Devin Booker be a, a, an effective enough defensive backcourt um on for a championship team i don't i don't know that they could uh, does that mean that i think you don't take the risk on it no not necessarily uh, but I, I i i don't i wouldn't I would be concerned about giving away too
3: much in order to make that happen. So that, that, that would be my thing. Can I, can I say something really real quick? quick. Uh, I look yeah. at Devin Booker, and I see him the same way I saw Kyrie, someone who doesn't really play that much defense and is only looking to score. But under the right coaching, we saw what Kyrie was able to just – he was able to uh, buy in more on team value sure. and defense. And I think Booker yeah. under the proper tutelage could be the same thing.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's got the athleticism. He I mean, he certainly has that. Uh so, you know, and I think he's smart enough. So I, I don't disagree with you there. Uh let's let's try to squeeze in one more topic, but before we do that, DeAndre Jordan reportedly wants to join the Houston Rockets. They got Clint Capella, they don't want you, bro. All right, moving on. The Detroit Pistons have hired Dwayne That's Casey. Simple, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, I mean, that's that's why it was the last topic, but I just wanted to squeeze that in before we moved on um, to our last topic. The Pistons have hired Dwayne Casey as their new head coach. What do you guys think about this hire? Uh, did, do you, would you have preferred to see the Pistons maybe try to make a little more splashy hire as far as risk uh, plus reward? Or do you like the fact that they're, they're bringing in, you know, a guy who <laughs> might win – coach of the year and one coach of the year of his peers. Um, and you know, I got a lot of praise this year for the Raptors despite being fired. Uh, Joel.
1: I love this for them. Uh, like you just said he got coach of the year. Uh, he was voted in from his peers. Uh, he might get the actual overall coach of the year for the NBA. We'll see what happens with that. Um, you can't go wrong with a guy that was coach of the year. <laughs>
2: like just right. last year,
1: uh, did a great job with their bench. Uh, He did a great job until it came down to the crunch time, man. But hopefully the Pistons are not as afraid of LeBron LeBron as the Raptors. But maybe LeBron won't even be an issue in the East next year, so it won't even fucking matter.
2: So (laughs) this is
1: probably perfect for Detroit, you know? Uh, They got a really good coach.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, I kind of ultimately agree with you. I mean, I think Dwayne Casey was kind of, the the most surefire coach on the market, like the guy who you you could make the hire and you know he's going to come in and do a good job. He may not be the best pick, uh, but he's going to be a very, very good pick. And I think that's what Detroit needs at this point. They need some stability and somebody who's going to be a really good coach. And you're going to yeah. get that out of Dwayne Casey. He, he's going to get a lot out of Andre Jummi. He's going to get a lot out of Blake Griffin. And I think he's going to possibly get, a, a, you know, a lot out of these, um, you know, their, their two and their three roles, uh, whether it be like Luke Kennard or Langston Galloway or um, Reggie Bullock or Stanley Johnson. Like, you got to figure out who – you know, who's going to work for you in those roles, and I think he's going to do a good job. I never really agreed with them firing Stan Van Gundy uh, from the coaching uh, job. I I really think Stan Van Gundy is a really good coach. I don't think Dwayne Casey improves your coaching. I definitely think they should have moved on from Stan Van Gundy as being their GM. Uh, That Blake Griffin trade never was a good idea. But, I mean, I, I, I would have done it had I not had to give up the the first-round pick, put it that way. Um, But other than that, no, I would not have given up the first-round pick to make that trade. But, Juwan, what are your thoughts on the Pistons hiring Dwayne Casey?
3: I really liked it. Um, And I think, like you said, he can get a lot out of Blake and Andre Drummond. But also, I do want to see Blake and Andre Drummond for a full season's length. Yeah, up and Step up and fully – like, showcase, uh, you know, that they are still, you know, two of the, the better players for their positions in the league. Um, because I feel and like both we could name five long. centers. Yeah, we could huh? name, like, five centers before Andre Drummond. Uh, and that's a shame because that's a guy that could be 30 and 10 a night. Uh, yeah. He has that. He had a great year lot with you so, And he did have a great year. No, I think Andre Drummond could get 30 and 10.
0: No, mm. no, no,
3: no.
1: Thirty is a know. lot.
3: Um, but <laughs> I, I, really, I really, thirty <laughs> points, thirty fucking yeah, he points. Can't
1: even, he can't shoot yeah. free throws. He can barely shoot at all. No, but he, that he did improve his anyway. free
0: throws, and he is expanding his range. But thirty, thirty points is just fucking ridiculous. Like, and, like anyway. nobody averages thirty points a game, dude. Like that's mm. that's a that's a crazy that's a Michael Jordan stat. Like that's, that
3: people don't that's do that. That's a jack <laughs> stat too. That's a That's anyway. he ain't I do like I do like, um I do love Dwayne Casey for that team. I think he can really bring out those two guys and that city needs those two guys to really step up. My biggest thing for Dwayne Casey, as soon as like he can begin things as far as like uh what he wants to do as far as the roster changes, gotta get rid of Reggie Jackson. Gotta get rid of Reggie Jackson. He has got It'll to go. Fun. Um that is the first thing you need to do and the biggest thing you need I'll to give- do. I'll um, give you but, Dennis Schroeder for Reggie
0: Jackson um, and the 2019 first-round pick of of Detroit, one through four
3: projected. I take it. I take it. I take it. I take Kingdoms it to get Phoenix out of Reggie Jackson. For Brandon Knight. To get out of you know. Reggie Jackson, I would take it. I would take it just to get rid of Reggie Jackson. But uh, all in all, I am a huge fan of them picking Dwayne Casey. I think it's a really good pickup. Yeah, I mean, I I think
0: we're all on the same page. I mean, I I, I agree. Uh, he's he's just a proven coach, and getting a proven coach for a, a, a team. Yeah, I mean, you're not a rebuilding team. You know, you're you're essentially trying to I, I go out and 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 make make a solid playoff run. So you bring in a guy who's who's comfortable in that sort of position, and yeah. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, but I, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh sorry. What's up, Joel?
1: Not that I like it as well.
0: Yeah, I think. I, like I said, I think we all do. I mean, it's just it's it's, it's a smart it's a smart hire. Um, like no reason to get too out there, too crazy, too risky. Um, you know, like I said, you, I mean you you're you're hoping that this team is a playoff team and you don't want to hire a risky coach for a team like that. Like, you've already – your bet has already been made. Whether you wanted it to be made the way it was or not, it has been made. So you have to roll with what you got, and what you got is a team that should be a six or seven seed, or you know maybe even a little higher if you overachieve. So, yeah, you want to get a guy who's going to be able to – have the experience of coaching a team like that and, and you know, you're obviously getting that in a guy like Dwayne Casey. So yeah, good on them. I, I I like it. Uh, we all like it. It's a, it's a, it's a good move for the Pistons. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Uh, we missed out on one topic, uh, Trevor Ariza, potentially joining, uh, the Warriors. Um, I'll just go out and, and say, uh, that uh I really really fucking hope that doesn't happen. I, I'm tired of seeing th- those type of situations happen. I, I don't want to see it. Um but uh but anyway guys, thank you uh for joining me tonight. Uh it was a really fun show. It fucking flew by. I can't believe we're already done with this show. Uh this <laughs> these were these are really fun topics to discuss and the time just just shot by really quickly. Um we're on a long hiatus. We're not going to be back until next Monday. Um we're going to have a I'm sure a lot of news to break down. Oh. Um and we will we will have our draft special um Yay. uh again this year, uh I think Joel's going to run it this year. Um yeah. and uh yeah and uh I think you know I I'll be involved, Luke will be involved. I think we'll get Ricky back on. Um so you know Please, please tune in for that. It's going to be a good time. Uh, But we will see you next Monday with all the latest stories and everything that's going on. Uh, But until then, enjoy your week and peace.
2: Peace.